everyone. Welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm Sarah. And I'm James. And today we're going to be talking about Avenue 5. So James, how's it going? Good. I watched the first two seasons of Psychopath now. Oh yeah? I need to stop because it's too much dark content to be <laughs> watching. Okay. Too much that I can handle. So um, I just, I've been, I switched over to a bunch of uh, TVY7 content. <laughs> Nice. Can I counterbalance that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So I have a bunch of uh, TWI7 recommendations <laughs> Oh yeah. I can go through. Hit me with them. You don't have anything to say before I go through? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm re- I want to know. I want to know what all the light fluffy stuff you've been watching. All right. Here we go. TVY7's got some good content. Okay. Everything I'm going to talk about is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's also animated. Sounds good. First thing is The Dragon Prince. Oh. Which a new season just came out, season four. Oh, I gotta catch up. You you have watched this, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, the first okay. three seasons of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now that season four came out, though, it's now called the Dragon Prince Mystery of Erevos. In case anybody was following and didn't know that the show changed name. Weird, <laughs> but okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, season four just dropped on that. That show I like because it's made by one of the co-creators. Or one of the co-creators uh, of the Dragon Prince was the head writer for Avatar: The Last Airbender. Ah, and you're a big fan. Yes. Have you watched Avatar: The Last Airbender? I have. Okay, good. It took me multiple tries, but finally I did <laughs> finally watch it front it. to okay. back, and I did enjoy it. Yes. Awesome. Very good. Very great TVY Seven <laughs> series, which also has a sequel series called The Legend of Korra, which I would guess that you liked Legend of Korra more than avatar last airbender yes okay except i never finished it i oh. kind of forgot to okay well it's on netflix there <laughs> it's true I have it is easily available now back when i watched these shows that you had to like watch them on like nickelodeon.com oh yeah yeah they, they were in like feuds with nickelodeon about how they were being like shown on tv they were getting terrible time slots it was a nightmare mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> now you can just watch them on netflix it's super nice mm-hmm great content and then a movie just hit netflix that i remember seeing ads for called the bad guys which is a bunch of like animal like animals that are considered to be like scary i guess like wolves and snakes and spiders Mm -hmm. they're like a team of like heist (laughs) people who (laughs) do heists and steal money because Mm -hmm. everybody thinks they're bad guys basically and they have Uh, no other choice they are bad guys you know but they uh they go for reformation and stuff. Decide to not be bad guys. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Giving me um Wreck It Ralph vibes. Yeah. And it's a it's a weird I thought it was gonna be like um like Zootopia, where like mm-hmm. all the characters are animals. But no, there are just like humans <laughs> in this world. <laughs> yeah, there's just talking animals that what what's the word for it? It's like uh, I don't know, there's a word for like uh-huh. what like animals that appear like humans. Mm, okay yeah yeah very silly i liked it okay <laughs> so yeah and maybe end of the podcast might have something picked out that's Ooh. tvy7 okay okay and i have not checked but i would guess that we have not done a show that was rated tvy7 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think so so i'm feeling uh yeah feeling good has it revitalized you you feel better after yeah all that dark dark content <laughs> all the, the fun times I enjoy the fun times more than the dark times when I'm watching TV. 
Even though the dark stuff can be interesting too. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Sarah? I'm feeling good. A little sad that you know spooky season is over now, technically. But um, I did have a good movie day with my brother. Every year we have a movie marathon for, for spooky movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we watched uh, Barbarian, which was good, but and this isn't none of this is for you, James. But for anybody who's listening, if you're gonna <laughs> watch it, just try not to know anything about it. It's the best way to watch it. Uh, then we watched the black phone which was pretty all right it's like there's a guy kidnapping kids and like murdering them in his basement um it's great you know as a great stuff (laughs) (laughs) but like his latest victim he's keeping in his basement and the ghosts of previous victims are like trying to help this kid escape but meanwhile this kid's sister is like having dreams and visions of like stuff that might help her find him and she's the sassiest little child she like tells jesus to fuck off at one point because like she's not giving her the right visions to find her brother <laughs> and i just love this small child she's great um, i think i saw ads for that that's like somewhat recent right yeah i think it came out last year okay and then um the last one we watched was bodies 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 which has uh pete davidson in it he's uh one of the snl guys and, and then there were other people i didn't recognize uh, oh, except for Lee Pace, who was the random, much too old guy who was there compared to all the, like, early 20-somethings that were getting murdered in this house. Is that a comedy yeah. horror? I thought I saw ads for that. Yeah, it is not that spooky. But yeah, I would say any of those spooky movies, if anybody is still in the mood for spooky season, they were a good time. Nice. <laughs> I know. None of that's for you. I'm out. Sorry, too. <laughs> but hopefully you are in on avenue five because you had to watch two episodes we'll see, of we'll it see, we'll see. <laughs> you ready to talk about it yeah you got a little uh breakdown for us yeah from, this one's from this one's pretty easy i like this okay. one it's a sci-fi comedy mm-hmm. i put the rating in here since i was talking about the US. it's this one's tvma mm-hmm. yep and the imdb page sums us up pretty good i think okay the troubled crew of avenue five a space cruise ship filled with spoiled rich space tourists <laughs> must try and keep everyone calm after their ship gets thrown off course into space and ends up needing three years to return to Earth. <laughs> that's a pretty good summary of this. Yeah, yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> of this really ridiculous well. <laughs> TV show. <laughs> I think the the real appeal of the show is the cast. I think the cast on the show is really really good. Yeah, there there's a lot of well known and really good people in it. I'd say. Yeah, as we get to people, I just wrote down like the guy from this thing that i know same <laughs> same looked up their real name too yeah <laughs> avenue five has two seasons 17 episodes total i think planned right now i think it's it's still going though yeah season two is like currently coming out right yeah now. season two is currently coming out i think five episodes of season two are out there are nine episodes in season one i think it looked like there's only going to be eight episodes of season two okay and new episodes are released on mondays it looks like which is a weird day yeah. Then it's a weird day, especially HBO. I feel like everything comes out on Sunday on HBO. Yeah, that is weird. Maybe I just have that wrong. (laughs) I think I'm pretty (laughs) sure it was Monday. Yeah, so not too long. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's going to be a third season. I did not look that up, Uh, but yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've seen the first season. I haven't started on the second season yet um, because I figured as what usually happens is after we're starting to watch 
the first two episodes of a show for this this podcast, I just end up rewatching the show. So oh, you I do? might as well okay. just rewatch this and then move on to the second season. I've done that for a few things. I did that for Food Wars and uh, Money Heist. <laughs> I did that for my I, own. Yeah. Usually it's for my own. Yeah, I, I end up yeah. rewatching a bunch. The of new them. shows I haven't watched, I also watch those. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's all I got. I all think right. this shows. You know. You can tell what this show's how ridiculous this show's <laughs> going to be just already. <laughs> the first thing um, when I heard about this show, it just made me think of um, Wally, you know, where they finally find oh, the humans on that big spaceship that's just just out in space. Just except there aren't any chairs that everybody just stays in all the time. It's very <laughs> uh, pacified. In we have uh, a lot more active passengers. We'll say. Yeah, I thought of uh, passengers. The movie when i Ah. read this but that's not a comedy but the idea that you're like stuck on a ship for way longer than you anticipated basically Mm -hmm. way worse situation in passengers (laughs) yeah although they don't get it into it in the first two episodes of the show but i would imagine that you know a cruise ship that was only supposed to be like what was it like eight weeks or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) and going to three years like maybe you'd run out of food or something yeah they... which wasn't an issue for the passengers people <laughs> yeah they they didn't get that into that in these first two episodes and i actually can't recall if it gets into that i feel like they always have bigger more shenanigan-y things to worry about than like food in in this show but i'll remember okay. after i rewatch it all right are we ready i am ready let's go all right episode one you said we're doing the first two episodes of the show first two episodes okay Unless you get through halfway through and really don't want to continue, I guess we can stop. That's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll see. Oh, now I'm worried. You're going to take me up on that. Well, okay. Episode one. We start in space and we are, the camera is like floating in space as a ship goes mm-hmm. by. And at the bottom of the screen, it says, Maiden, eight week cruise round Saturn. And I, <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, Sarah. Giant penis-shaped space cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, that's that's appropriate. I said that it kind of looks like a bullet train, but yeah, it's a big golden phallic ship. Yeah, it's fair. And it does say Avenue 5 on the side of it. Oh, it does? Okay. Why does it say Maiden, then? I think it's the Maiden Voyage of Avenue 5, that particular ship. Oh, it's a voyage. Like, it's like a hurricane name kind of thing? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's just the first time that this ship has gone out. So they'll call that like the maiden voyage of a ship. Oh, that's a thing? Maybe. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not up on ship terminology? Jeez. I thought it was like, oh, this is like the 13th time that it's doing this. Because <laughs> M is the 13th letter. Okay. Uh, um, oh, I see. I see. And who's the first character we meet? Uh, well, there is one little more thing. Oh, you okay. get a day 25. So we're 25 days to this eight-week cruise. But the first we see, like, we're on the bridge of the ship, and we see the captain. And the captain is Hugh Laurie, who's the actor's name. He is House from House. I don't watch House, but I know that he's House. (laughs) I've seen a lot of it, because he's he's British. I've seen a lot of, he's done, like, like sketch shows in, in Britain. He's done a lot of stuff, but, like, he's most famous for Bean House. I think the captain's name is Ryan Clark, but like I just refer to him as the captain from here on out because I feel like nobody ever says his name. Okay. I wrote Captain Ryan to start, but um, yeah, I think you're right. Does he have a British accent in-house? No. Okay. <laughs> that seemed like an insight. 
there's a joke that's going to come later from this and i yeah. i thought like okay maybe this is like some sort of meta joke about his <laughs> him as an actor but i wasn't familiar with it or not mm. well i do feel like like the thing he's most famous for he's using an accent that isn't his so you know it, I, I think it's a nice parallel makes sense okay yeah okay because yeah he is using an american accent in this scene when we see him yes and he's just like you know telling the what do you what do you call this <laughs> on a spaceship what do you call the 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 main piloting room the bridge i think the bridge oh that's what it is yeah. i i was like it's like couldn't come up with it in my head when i was writing <laughs> my notes so i was like the space cockpit the i mean that's also the, maybe accurate the, sure. the deck uh, <laughs> i was like what okay all right yeah he's bridge. got like, like a bunch bridge. of crew around him you know like if you've ever seen star trek, trek or whatever yeah. where they have all the different stations and he's like hey how's the whatever and hey how's that thing yeah and i'm just like yeah. yeah it's good but he has like a bunch of like tourists behind him just kind of watching him because this is like part of a show basically like they let people onto the bridge to watch the captain captain the ship and it's it's a very touristy oh, weird I experience see. oh so like the passengers can just like walk in i guess that's yeah. what happens here yeah yeah i thought maybe they had like special permission to come in but you might have to like sign up for it or something, you know, so they only let so many people in a day, but they have eight weeks, oh, okay. so they'll probably can get through most people. It does seem like they have like you can watch like live footage of the the bridge at any time mm. if you want to. Yeah. But yeah, so some dad and mom with their daughter come in and the dad's all excited for his daughter to meet Captain Ryan because he's a hero. He saved Avenue three. Yes. <laughs> and he's all like, oh, who, me? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, he's a nice guy. He seems yeah. nice. He gives the, like, kid his, his captain's hat and, and, like, says that she has control of the bridge and she's allowed to push a button that doesn't actually do anything but makes her feel important or whatever. And he's, like, he's good at the interpersonal stuff of, like, being the captain or whatever, you know? Yeah. But then he's going to walk out from the bridge and he immediately runs into iris and <laughs> this is weird i couldn't tell in this moment if like captain ryan was like hitting on iris immediately here he oh. said something like surrounded by stars and still you shine iris or something like that it felt to me like too like too much like he was hamming it up just because like she is we find out like this very i don't want to say uptight but like she's not very verbose serious. she's serious yeah, yeah. she's not this like gregarious character that he is so i think that's just their personalities butting up against each other and he's just kind of teasing her yeah because he knows like she she's gonna be like yeah whatever her response to surrounded by stars and still you shine iris was noted <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was funny and iris is gonna tell the captain that mr judd is indisposed because apparently he's coming up with merchandise ideas yeah, as she put it, he's fracking for some merchandise ideas, and he just hit gas. Okay. Which is apparently, like, a direct quote from him, because, like, the captain's just like, oh, let me guess, that's what he said, right? Like, so they're already sort of setting up that maybe Mr. Judd's a little ridiculous, and they both, like, acknowledge it together, so they're in on the, the joke of the person, I guess you could say. Yeah, and as they walk I, they're like basically walking through the ship and talking to each other and as they're talking about Judd being indisposed there's like a, a video advertisement on the wall in the background that says 
it's a big picture of a guy you assume to be Judd, and it says, "You're with Judd now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These show up throughout the show, yeah. and I just love them. Yeah, these random ads. <laughs> Have you ever been on a cruise ship, Sarah? I have not. Um, I think the ocean is dark and full of terrors. And also, I wouldn't want to be on a ship with that many people. Like, that's not my vibe at all. But what about you? I have not. Do you think you ever would? I don't have a desire to do it, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not a big vacation guy. It, doesn't, it seems <laughs> okay. like an interesting vacation, I guess. But mm. okay. more interesting than other ideas. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. It's not like a, a bucket list item <laughs> for me. Fair enough. So Iris, I, at first I thought Iris was like, oh, the captain's assistant or something. But she's really like the assistant for Mr. Judd, right? Yeah, I guess. But she feels like she has more power than you typically give an assistant, yeah. you know? like She's like a, a, a assistant slash babysitter? I, yeah, that I don't feels know. more right. Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell, like, who has more power between them, between Iris and Mr. Judd. I don't know. Well, I think in it's, the first it's episode, more it's like hard to say. he can't actually get things done on his own, but, like, he does own the company, and so he does have the power, but, like, he, he's not capable of doing things, I think, is really what it comes down to. Yeah. Let's just get to Mr. Judd, and then we'll talk about Mr. Judd. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I, there's so many questions I have about Mr. Judd. But yeah, as they're walking through the hall, uh, the captain is, like, very chummy with, like, everyone he's walking past. He's saying, like, yeah. dorky lines to people. Yeah, like, set your phasers set to your fun. Set your to fun. <laughs> All right, so that's, uh, that's the captain. <laughs> yeah. And then they walk into, like, a big open space on the ship. And uh, there's a yoga class going on. Yes, apparently they just set the record for the biggest yoga class in space. Yeah. Which is something. <laughs> is yoga a normal thing on a cruise, Sarah? Oh, solid maybe. Probably, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't I there guess. be? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's hard to keep balance at sea. I don't know. How how wobbly are Oh, our make cruise it makes ships. the yoga more intense probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> makes sense. You can do yoga at sea, then you know you're really good. <laughs> And then, uh, and then we're gonna cut to a couple who is getting in line for food, Ooh, like a food But there's or another one of these videos that I love, and this is our first introduction to a character called Matt Spencer, who is Zach Woods, which is from is Jared from Silicon Valley. I think it was Gabe on The Office. Gabe on The Office, yeah, that's what, um, that's what I wrote. That that tall, awkward dude that is sometimes in shows. Yeah, <laughs> but he's the customer support guy. And his video is like, welcome to the Judd Over Easy Breakfast Buffet. If you're not completely satisfied, you're wrong. And I just loved it. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. so silly. These ads are good, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we cut to this couple and the food. Yes. And this is, and they're they're bickering. They won't say sorry to each other about something. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is going to be Mia or Maya. I think I, I went with Mia. Mia. Mia and Doug. Mia is Jessica St. Clair. Are you familiar with Jessica St. Clair, sir? Uh, not by name, but I felt like I knew her face, yeah. but then I didn't look her up because I got distracted by looking up Doug. I... Oh, really? Okay. So <laughs> I, you can do Doug. I'll do Mia. Uh, okay. I'm not sure what she's best known for, um, but I feel like I've seen her in stuff and she's like funny in whatever I see mm -hmm. her in. What I do know she's in is this show called Playing House, which my wife thinks is hilarious. So <laughs> okay. I've seen episodes of that. But uh, yeah, who is Doug? 
Doug, well, he may have been in other things, but I needed to just know why I recognized him and he plays Teddy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is... Um, oh, okay. There you go. A guy the main character dates for a little while. and I looked up what yeah. he was best known for and uh, it wasn't in his like top four or whatever, but I do <laughs> I, I do recognize him from Brooklyn Nine-Nine now that you said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, these folks are always arguing every time we see them and I usually didn't take a lot of notes on them because it's just they're arguing. They don't like each other. They shouldn't be here together. They hate each other. And um seems like the wife has cheated. Mia has cheated on Doug. Yes. And their deal is like they knew they were going to get divorced, but for some reason just decided to go on this cruise for <laughs> reasons that didn't really make sense. But yeah. the, the funny moment from this for me was that they're arguing with each other. And then Doug is like, oh, I know what you want. And he like pulls up a picture of a guy on his like wristband screen. <laughs> Yeah, like everybody's phones are like on their yeah, so, giant yeah. watches. And he, it's a picture of a guy and he just like zooms in on his crotch to be like, oh, that's what you <laughs> yeah. want. That's what you want. But also, I really feel like the picture of this guy on his wristband is mm -hmm. Andrew Garfield, really? the amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I really feel like it was. I watched it like three times. <laughs> Andrew Garfield does not have credit in this show, but I really feel like it was a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> which was funny to me all right i did not um i felt like i didn't get to see his face very long before it zoomed in on his crotch but uh i'll take your word for I it i really now. think it was andrew garfield <laughs> in my head if that's who it's gonna be even if it's not in real life <laughs> yeah but yeah you're right basically these two just hate each other second episode has a little bit of um uh, maybe there's something going on intriguing, yes. intriguing with this couple but uh first episode is just kind of like yeah they hate each other. Who's next that we meet? Ooh, next we finally meet Herman Judd, who is uh played by Josh Gad, who um I know best as Bear Claw from New Girl. A couple he was in a couple episodes. Yes, a, I a silly character. That, yeah. He's also LeFou in In the live action Beauty and the Beast. Live action Beauty and the Beast, yeah. And he's Olaf in Frozen. Olaf and Frozen is his main deal, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for me, he will always be Bear Claw. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I just hear Olaf whenever he talks. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Before we actually get to this, though, I think we had another, like, advertisement on the wall. <laughs> this, one oh. I wrote. this is the one I wrote yeah, down. Go for it. So it's, it's Gabe from The Office on the wall again, <laughs> mm -hmm. a.k.a. Matt. And he's doing a video on the wall for an ad, and it says, Judder Juice. The cocktail of the day. It's mostly milk. Or something like that. <laughs> oh, Sounds gross. So silly. Yep, <laughs> Sounds yep. so gross. Judder and juice. I just realized um, that I guess it's because judder rhymes with utter. And that's. Oh, you're just realizing gross. that? That's I what just I... <laughs> realized. Oh, my God. So For me, gross. just the concept of a cocktail that is mostly made of milk turned me off. But, but the extra layer hit me right now, and I don't like it. Yeah. It also. Doesn't not sound like it's Judd's milk, so. <laughs> yes, also okay. true. That's also where my mind went. <laughs> so many layers of grossness in this cocktail. But, yeah, but so, then we meet Judd. Yes, then we meet, we finally meet Judd. Um, he's like coming down the stairs and there's this like cleaning woman who is buffing a statue basically. Like she's cleaning off its butt basically. And he's just like trying to talk to her about 
how he likes it when people take pride in their work, even if it's menial. But he wouldn't call it menial, but, you know, whatever. And then, like, he goes to <laughs> shake her hand, but see, she's wearing gloves and goes, oh, no, forget it. And it's just <laughs> a very awkward um, interaction. Yeah. Is is douchey the right word for this guy or no? I, I couldn't decide. Uh, what is the word to describe he him? He is douchey. I think there's many there's many words you could use. We find him, I think, to be very incompetent. Um, maybe just a rich idiot. Yeah, he's like a fair. rich guy who thinks all his ideas are gold. Mm -hmm. But it also seems like his ideas must not be terrible because it doesn't. Well, we're, I guess we'll get into it later, but it doesn't seem like they're like not listening to him. Like his ideas actually get used, and he does have a successful company. So yeah, <laughs> I can't tell if he's totally useless or not. I feel like he probably either started with a good idea at one point. Or managed to surround himself with enough people that, like, took his nonsense ideas and turned them into something not shit that it worked yeah. out. And over time, he's gotten more and more yes-men around him. And so everything's just a little bit worse because they're actually listening to his terrible ideas. Also, my question about Judd, because we're going to mm -hmm. find out that basically Judd owns this company called Judd Galaxy. Yes. Which runs these, I'm assuming, multiple cruise ships to I would outer assume space. at least four others yeah yeah um why is Judd on this ship <laughs> I think it is because it is the maiden voyage oh it's the one. maiden voyage okay yeah I, that was the other thing I did not understand <laughs> at the beginning okay <laughs> and maybe it's a different route than the other ones I don't know oh like... maybe still seems a little unnecessary but yeah I guess he wants to be there to his goal basically on the ship is to try to like drain as many as much money as possible out of the passenger yes. pockets <laughs> yes. to make as much money. So he's like coming up with like micromanaging the restaurant lights mm -hmm. and he wants people to do fast yoga instead of whatever <laughs> yoga they're doing now because he wants them to burn more calories so they eat more food and stuff. <laughs> like really stupid micromanagement things to try to but get the people to spend money. The thing about the restaurant makes me giggle because he's like, I bet we'd sell more steaks if the restaurant was red. That's science, probably. And it's just yeah. like, the that science probably made me giggle. But there, I'm pretty sure that actually is a thing, though. Like, that's, is it? isn't that, isn't that why, like, McDonald's uses red and Wendy's uses red? And there's something about it, not specifically for steaks, but there's something about the color red and, like, making it you, makes you hungry. hungry or. <laughs> Okay. salivate or something i don't know <laughs> but these are kind of ridiculous ideas and he's walking with irish iris in the scene so and she does immediately have like the lights in the restaurant turn red so like she does listen to the crazy stuff because <laughs> he was he couldn't come to see the captain because he was like coming up with merchandise ideas and then mm -hmm. he's like oh yeah i came up with like a week's worth of ideas in 11 minutes and then he's just like <laughs> Here, make all the things I said in this recording happen, and he just like swipes <laughs> yes. them over to Iris. Yeah, so he's very much he just talks, and people do what he, whatever mm -hmm. he comes up with. But it seems to be working, even though you think it, you wouldn't you think that it wouldn't be that all, wouldn't yeah. be enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we're gonna cut to Judd Galaxy Mission Control, which yes. I assume is on Earth, but it is not a hundred percent clear. That is true. I also assumed Earth could be anywhere. It this. It takes place so far in the future, right? Yeah, they never tell us what year. Ooh, but they are, when we get to the part where we see their, their route that they end up taking, they are trying to get back to Earth. So. Oh, that's true. I, I think that this is probably on Earth. That's true, yeah. We're going to get to a couple of things of, like, they just have, like, they mentioned ridiculous things that have happened <laughs> in the yes. past that would have to be in the future. 
but we don't know how far in the future. Right. Uh, we'll get to those when they come. Um, yeah, so I, I just wrote, like, okay, there's, like, a team of people. They're monitoring the cruise ship. We get introduced to some goofy characters here, I guess. How how do you describe this character that we get to meet at Mission Control? Um, Rav, uh, she is. She looks like she's the woman in charge of of the big control room, and she's. I'd say she's overwhelmed in that like there's always a bunch of shit she has to deal with, but also there are some tourists she has to like show around for whatever reason. So like she's like giving them a little tour and interrupting herself to be like, oh no, is that thing okay? Okay, okay, and then um. Yeah, I don't know. Doing her best, probably, but seems like she's in a silly situation. Yeah, I, I it was kind of weird. Like I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a joke or like I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of weird humor the way she. I was, would say she had to like interrupt her own tour to yeah. do official things. I feel like weird humor is probably the vibe for a lot of this, which yeah. is probably why I like it. <laughs> I I would almost categorize a lot of it as like British humor, mm, okay. even though it's an American show. Ooh. Well, she has, um, you know, in Andor, when uh, he goes to that, like, strip club or whatever at the very beginning, and all the women have that, like, really flat top hair. Oh, yeah. But that it, like, her hair's a little bit like that. And I was like, oh, this is just future hair. Fun. Okay. <laughs> it's not quite to the extreme, but it's, it's, a, it's a little similar, and I like it. Okay. Most people don't have weird hair in the show, though. It's just... I know. Well, it's not particularly weird. Like, it's a softer, more, like, natural version of that, but it just made me think of... Of Andor and the fun flat top hair that I liked. Yeah. And these these people that she's giving a tour to, are these random civilians or are they actually like friends and family of people that are on the cruise? Yeah, it wasn't clear. She did, like when she's giving the tour, she says something about like, yeah, this is how we keep your loved ones safe or whatever. So it sounds like they are family members. I wasn't sure if like their loved ones are actually on the ship or your theoretical loved ones if you and them were to go on the ship in the future. Yeah, it I is. I couldn't tell. It's a little unclear. Okay. I feel like the second one is more likely, but yeah, yeah I don't know. That... It's funnier if it's the first know. one, though. <laughs> it's funnier if it's actually their family members for what's going to happen in a little bit. Yeah, I think that is why <laughs> it might actually be the family members. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, because they do a little like video call to the ship and i i guess that's the reason why i don't know well we didn't get to that yet that that comes a little later but like maybe the video call is like because this is a long ass cruise like it's two months i don't know why you would go on a cruise for two months but like it might be like the only time they could maybe wave at their family or something but i don't know it's weird yeah cruises aren't usually two months are they well they're also not usually in space and that probably takes a lot longer and that's why it's so long i don't i don't know okay it's unclear. I have no experience with how long a cruise should take. So, I think like a week, two weeks. Those are normal times okay. for that. For does cruises. seem more reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the scene we get before we go back to Mission Control, though, is uh, yes. Matt, aka Gabe from the Office. <laughs> I only see Gabe from the Office. I only see Jared from Silicon Valley. So. Uh, especially after this scene, he's mm. such a Gabe from the Office in this scene. I think. He only really, like, there is one type of character he plays, and he does it very, very well. And, like, yeah. I think that's just always who he is. I guess he, it is, yeah, Silicon Valley is kind of similar, too. He's got that weird, like, gonna reveal some sad fact about his past, but he's super optimistic and upbeat <laughs> anyway, and it's fine. Yeah. But this scene has Gabe from The Office, who is helping 
David Wallace from The Office <laughs> and yes. his wife fix the window in the bedroom, which is actually just like a video screen that's stuck on and showing showing like industrial like factories for some factories reason. I don't know why it's an option. Air pollution. Yeah, because yeah, that's what, what you'd love hell? to have a view of. Yeah. But it is important to note that the wife's name is literally Karen. And they're like, this is all you need to know about her. Like, she will follow through on this name. Does Karen mean anything? What, what, what oh, you mean? Have you not heard of this term of, like, somebody being a Karen? It's the I need to talk to your manager person. Oh, no. Being all very up and. That's a well, thing? That, that's a thing. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm surprised. You've, this has been a thing for a while, but okay. Okay. But, um, yeah. She's a, she's a I want to talk to your manager person. Yeah, this is Frank and Karen. Karen's the bigger character. Oh, so yeah. far, even though I recognize David Wallace from The Office. <laughs> but yeah, so he's, Matt is there to help them, but he's I'm not very helpful at all because yeah. he's not in, he's not a tech person or anything like that. Yep. And this, this whole scene just reminded me of the episode of The Office where Dwight like went down to Florida to try to like interview for a promotion. Mm-hmm. And then Gabe is like down there and he, <laughs> He gets, I think Robert California just like tells him like, hey, Dwight, we don't want to talk to Dwight. Just like <laughs> listen to his pitch and then send him back. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. And then Gabe just basically tells Dwight that he's like, I'm the equivalent of a human toilet <laughs> or something. <laughs> and that's basically yeah, this yeah. entire scene is <laughs> just him playing the same character again. Yes. Where he's like, his goal is not to fix the problem that they're having. It's only to diffuse their, uh, what? how did he say it? Like, diffuse their <laughs> oh, I forget annoyances, exactly. annoyances yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. But he is a little snarkier in this role than he is in, in The Office or, or Silicon Valley. Because, like, Karen goes, well, but we paid for a space cruise. And he's like, well, technically, your sister paid for a non-transferable ticket and then you're basically stowaways. Like he's giving her a little bit of shit yeah. about like why they're on this cruise, and so it's not entirely a human toilet. Although he does reveal he slept in porta potties at music festivals, so he's familiar with stowaway culture. But whatever. <laughs> no, he's as much of a jerk, like asshole to Dwight in that scenario too. So. <laughs> it's pretty similar, really. That's fair. But yeah, but then somebody comes in and is complaining about something else. And he's like, oh, duty calls, and he tries to leave. Yep. But then Karen's like, I will be circling back around with you in an hour. <laughs> and and Frank's just there like, she's she's insistent. She gets things done. Like, Yeah. And then Matt says, great, I'm very absorbent. <laughs> <laughs> and they both know, do not like, know what, what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know what that means. It means he's sure. absorbent. It's exactly <laughs> what it means. He's just, he's just there to take people's complaints. Mm -hmm. and do nothing with them. He is keep, my favorite part keep of the absorbing show. absorbing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's great. Uh, I'll tell you who my favorite is after this episode. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but back at Judd and Galaxy Mission Control. Yes. They are going to do this video call with the, um, I guess it's the atrium of, of the ship where the big yoga class was because the captain's in there, Judd's in there, and um, they start the video. And Rav and everybody in Mission Control like, says hi. And then they have to wait for a delay because that's that's how space works, you know? It takes a while for communications to get back and forth. So she just starts, like, telling them about the ship while um, they're waiting for the ship to be able to respond. And 
for whatever reason, there's a big spinning platform in the middle of this thing. Yeah. And and it's just starts spinning and walking around and she's like on it while trying to point out different parts of the ship. And it was it's it's weird. I just yeah. every like every part of everything in this show is like there's the functional layer and then there's this like presentational layer on top of it to like make it commercialized and like a quote unquote experience for tourists or whatever, which is yeah. weird. This whole first scene with Rab was just weird to me. <laughs> the, the delay is 26 seconds yes so yeah she's just like trying to half-ass give a decent tour and she's just like oh this is a room on the ship and here's another room on the ship <laughs> like like it's really bad yeah oh right yeah right before the they did the video call he was like do these know anything and she was referring to like the people on the tour <laughs> and she said it right in front of them and and then the guy was like uh the civilians know about the delay <laughs> He's, she's like, great. <laughs> Do these know anything? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, um, I mean, I think it, it speaks well of, of those civilians because they understand the delay because now we get back to Avenue 5 and we finally see that video of them waving high and Judd is there going like, wait, why did she stop talking? Well, wh- why is she just, well, why is this conversation not continuing? We just did high back. And, and I think Iris is just like, there's the delay. And he's like, ah, oh, I thought you had somebody fixing this. <laughs> and it's like he does not get that it's not a fixable thing. It is just how the universe works. And this comes up over and over again that he is just really frustrated with this delay and cannot understand that there's nothing to be done about it. Yeah. They really milk this delay joke in the show. Oh, yeah. So much. <laughs> so, at no point do they fix it so that the show can just like move on past this. It's yeah. like, no, every time there's a video call. The delay is going to be a factor. <laughs> and he's going to get even more annoyed every single time. But while this video call is going on, something's going to go wrong. But right before it goes wrong, we do see that there is um, somebody outside actually pretending to try and fix this delay. There's like a guy doing a spacewalk outside and he's got a big drill and i don't actually know what he's doing but like yeah what what is this like they the the engineers they all know that they can't fix the delay but for some reason like they have to have somebody go spacewalk out there just to pretend that they tried to fix it they could just say that they tried like what is this i don't i don't know maybe he wanted to go you know hang out in space a little bit it's got to be kind of cool to maybe but he wasn't he was actually like screwdrivering and yeah I'm, doing things like he know. wasn't just having a good time it's unclear but it was joe who was outside and he is talking to billy who was another engineer inside and they're just kind of like yep here is operation complete waste of time and while this is happening there's an alarm that starts going off and some screen says gravity flip and the next we know everybody is flung onto the wall slash the window of this ship because Gravity flipped for reasons that are unclear. <laughs> yeah. Did you mention Billy? Yes. Billy is in Wait, the... Billy's inside the engineer station. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> engineer bridge. <laughs> yeah. So every, yeah. Everybody in the atrium, I think they called it, with the yoga mm-hmm. class. <laughs> and there were a bunch of people there that were like getting ready to see a comet. So there was like a big group of people in the atrium, even yes. compared to normal. <laughs> Gravity goes from straight down to straight sideways. So they all just start smashing into the window. <laughs> yeah, we get this shot from outside the window that's just like people pressed against it, covering this entire giant window, and it's ridiculous. 
We get shots of like a bunch of different people throughout the ship that were like in the rooms that Rav had been pointing mm-hmm. out. So there's this was kind of gross, but the uh, there was like a guy who was getting acu- acupuncture. Oh yeah, so of course he's like <laughs> and he's like back smacked uh, back against the up, window, yeah, where so all gross. the like little needles are. And then he's gonna get yeah, yeah he gets pummeled with a bunch of like hot rocks hot or whatever. Rocks. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> just from coming. a sauna or something. Yeah, he's having a bad day. Although, I guess everyone on this ship is having a bad day. So many people should have died in this scenario. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, some of these so people many. basically had, like, I don't know, like a 50-foot fall, potentially, mm-hmm. right? If you were, like, on the far side of the room when the gravity oh, yeah. switched. Not too many people died, though. <laughs> yes. But one person that definitely does is Joe. Because he says, like, Billy's, like, climbing through the room trying to get to the button to fix the gravity. And he's like, all right, just give me a, a few seconds warning before you do this. And she doesn't. Uh, and so like he had been pushed far away from like out the ship, like, like his entire tether's worth of length. Right. But so when she turns gravity on, he flings back the entire other way and like gets impaled on his drill or something. And that's, I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but that's what happens. Yeah. It doesn't. Right. Like why? <laughs> Why did the gravity inside the ship affect him? I, I, that was confusing to me. Well, we do find out later that the whole ship is big enough that it has its own gravitational pull. But I would think that that wouldn't affect it. And it doesn't. Yeah, it yeah doesn't. the science makes no sense in this situation. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's what happens so that circumstances can be what they are <laughs> yeah. for funny times. That's all. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I was just making sure <laughs> I wasn't going yeah. crazy that this didn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, so Joe is dead. No yes. big deal, though, right, Sarah? Oh yeah, it's just no just deal. some random engineer. It shouldn't, some shouldn't random matter guy. that much. It doesn't right? matter. Yep, yep. But everybody, yeah, they fall now. Everybody falls from the window on the side of the ship back down to the floor. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Mission Control, <laughs> they finally see everyone slam into the wall. <laughs> yeah, it's been twenty six <laughs> seconds, and now they start just seeing people sm- smashing around inside the atrium. <laughs> And this is when it, it it's way funnier if these are the actual family members of the yes, people yes, on the ship. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. And then when they finally see um, everyone, like, fall back down, like, there's one guy in mission control who's like, it's okay. The the ground, the, the floors are soft in there. They're, they're fine. It's fine. Like, they're trying to calm all these people down. Yeah, they're like, they're in the best hands possible. <laughs> <laughs> so many people should be dead, like I said. Oh, yeah. And it's complete chaos in there. There's a dog for some reason that I don't think we saw before this, but sure. There's a lot of like, basically this this show is like constant funny lines or like a little bit like you'll see something in the background that is like contributing to the joke or like it's almost mm-hmm. like constant jokes. Yeah. And it's like, it's impossible for us to talk about them all, but <laughs> <laughs> but like even like the captain here when he's like walking around and like trying to keep everybody's spirits up he says like funny things to people like he's like yeah. he's like oh you're really flexible and then he like looks back down again oh it's, oh it's broken <laughs> like, it's, like stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. like that <laughs> like like so many people have like broken their leg and stuff. oh yeah there's actually a part later where judd is in a meeting with iris and they're going over like all the the implications of this event and he's just like oh wow that's a lot of broken legs <laughs> like, of her, yeah <laughs> The top thing on the list is this many broken legs. Yeah. But uh, Billy is going to come out of the engineering situation. At this point, Billy actually does not know that Joe is dead. Like, they were kind of, like, being 
snarky real with coy each other about a little it. bit. Yeah. yeah. She, like, thought he was just, like, not talking to her or something. It, the, the way they did it was weird. But she basically comes to talk to the captain, and she's trying to explain the situation to him. But basically, the captain does not seem to understand physics. <laughs> so Yeah, she's this like... This doesn't go well. We're still trying to figure out how this impacts our course. And he's like, no, 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 our course can't be impacted because we have a schedule. And like, this gave me flashbacks to my last job when like, it would be like, oh yeah, we're delivering this on this date, right? Like this code's going to be done. I'm like, no, no, it's not. That's not how time works. It's impossible. And they're just like, no, but that's when the deadline is. So it's happening. Yeah. But Billy explains, she's like, like, you know, you know, hundreds of people smashing into the side of the spaceship. Is going to <laughs> knock the spaceship off course, so we have to recalculate our the trajectory. <laughs> and, and he just gets annoyed, and by the end of it, he's just leaving. He's like, "This has been a terrible conversation." He's also like, "Where's Joe?" Oh yeah, he he's really insistent on finding Joe. He actually knows who Joe is. Yeah, and Billy's like, "Is like, well, somebody was out there doing the stupid thing for Judd, <laughs> and now I can't communicate with him. I, I haven't yeah. been able to communicate them since the accident." And Captain is like, oh, who was it? He's like, please tell me it wasn't Joe. And she's like, Mo? It was Mo. <laughs> <laughs> very silly moment. Yes, yes, very British, British humor moment here. <laughs> like, and then she's like, she's like, I mean, you know I mean Joe, right? <laughs> he's like, ah, he's like, oh, no, not Joe. I, I knew there well, it couldn't be Mo. We don't even have an engineer named Mo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Captain's very worried about Joe. That yeah. Joe is in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then this is where we go to the conversation between Judd and Iris. Yes. And they're talking about all, the broken, all the broken legs. And she's like, we should give them all like gift bags and free massages. And he's like, I am not Santa Claus. No. <laughs> like, he's, yeah. he's very like still trying to like make this as profitable as possible. Yeah. And they both say like, she's like first priority. And they're like the customers. <laughs> but then they're like second priority. <laughs> the uh shareholders the stockholders yeah and then iris corrects him as like actual first priority (laughs) and then they do a little fist bump like evil back in the game yeah like evil fist bump together (laughs) so they really so iris is on team judd here i yeah took me a little while to get it but she is on team judd i mean she does think he's a ridiculous human but she also is about that money so it's fine you know yeah and she never like it's not the dynamic that you would think it would be where, like, he says something ridiculous and then she just does the actual, like, an actual good idea and mm-hmm. then Judd takes credit for it later. It's like, she doesn't actually come up with an idea. She just does stuff that Judd says, even though it seems ridiculous. Yeah. And it just works, I guess. Or I can't or tell in, or, yeah. this early on in the episode if, like, Judd's ideas are actually good. <laughs> but she yeah. doesn't seem to be contributing to the idea pool. She just does what Judd says mm-hmm. and makes it happen. Because yeah. Judd can't make stuff happen. <laughs> he only he only <laughs> yeah. has ideas. Uh, and then I think we go to, we're back to Matt, and we find out he's the head of passenger services. Yes, and he's like swarmed by a bunch of folks, and he's like telling them, it'll be okay, or we're not, you know, whatever. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> basically, this is way outside of his... Uh... <laughs> yeah, there's but like he, nothing he can do about yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he's pretty funny in the in these moments, because <laughs> it's like, yeah, what... <laughs> What do you want me to say? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Karen has found him and has joined this group and she's starting to like rile the crowd up like, 
over the course of the rest of this episode and the next episode there is like i feel like she gains a following amongst the passengers you know yeah and she's like trying to push him for information and he's just like i don't know anything i have nothing for you does spike show up in the scene or is that not till i don't write a lot about spike because he's basically a non-character to me oh he's a non-character they <laughs> I mean, really see it up like it was somebody okay well, no, no, I mean, he is a character, but I, he does not matter to me personally <laughs> at oh, this point, okay. you know, like, he is just an astronaut that hangs out on this ship to show people space, and he's okay. just around, I don't know. All right, well, can I talk about him? And you can we absolutely talk, we don't talk, talk about, about him again. Okay, so Spike, <laughs> he's an actual astronaut. Mm -hmm. He was the 30th man to orbit Mars. Yes. And also the first Canadian to land on Mars, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. According to this lore. Uh, the actor is Ethan Phillips, who is Neelix on Star Trek Voyager, Sarah. Yes, I definitely know <laughs> who that is. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he's also one of the clones in the movie The Island. Oh, okay. I did see that, but it's been a while. Okay. Yeah. He's one of, like, Ewing McGregor's clone friends, I believe. Mm. He's the one that's, like, do he's, like, doing all the math on how the lottery system works. Like, he thinks it's, like, a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy. Yeah. yeah, okay. Those, that's what I know from. Um, he's going to have some weird moments with Mia on the show. Yeah. These first episodes. It, it seems like he's, like, trying to talk to Mia, but Mia once has nothing to do with him. I don't think... It seems like Mia doesn't know who he is, but, like, Spike might know who Mia is. And I don't know if he's, like, her father or something oh, i thought he was trying to like hit on her oh really he's like he's like a really old guy i didn't i didn't i didn't take it that way i, I don't know old, old sometimes i guess stop old guys <laughs> i don't know try to yeah i guess maybe he's recognizing that she, she's fighting with the uh the husband with doug yeah so maybe I, I took it as like oh there he had some like secret connection with her that he was trying to well you've watched the show you tell me um, it's been a while. It's been a long oh, time, okay. so I don't really remember exactly where that right. goes. But I do think he's hitting on her. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe not. Who knows? Um, maybe I just think everybody's hitting on everybody. It's hard to tell. That's enough about Spike. That's a character in the show. <laughs> but yeah, while all these people are here and this happens, the captain comes in and he's like, "Crisis averted." You know, like it was a one-time weird gravity thing. We're gonna be fine. But behind him is the window, and they can see Joe floating in space, like clearly stabbed with a thing and this is where matt pops in again with a, a great line where he's like if it's any consolation he had very few loved ones <laughs> yeah that's a good line <laughs> that was a good he's one. my favorite he's the best part of the show for me oh yeah might go second best okay but we'll okay. see all right i'm excited um, to see who you like in this show and i think we go back to mission control that's what i have next right yes uh, and they are running the new trajectory, Sarah. Yes, and it's it's real bad. <laughs> no, you're supposed to say, don't call it the new trajectory. Oh, right, right. We liked the old trajectory, so let's just call it the trajectory. <laughs> yeah, Rav is very, wants very specific lingo when people mm -hmm. are talking about <laughs> the trajectory. <laughs> but, you know, call it whatever you want to. This ship is going to loop around the solar system a couple times. Yeah, that's and then, like go around the sun multiple times. Now. Yes. And they're like, they, they, they're watching it like draw out. It's not like suddenly it appears and they're like, oh, oh yeah. that's not so bad. Oh, 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 no. Why? Oh, it's around the sun. Oh, God. Why is it still going? <laughs> yeah. um, and then we see that they have 
1,095 days remaining on their trip, which is a lot of days. But yeah. New trajectory is three years <laughs> <laughs> on top of the 25 days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Judd is going to have a video call with Rav and Mission Control. And then this is where I wrote, they really are milking this 26 delay joke. <laughs> like, 26 yes, second delay yes. joke. Like, Judd is just so upset about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just constantly, just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. He's about to just, like, give up on the whole situation because of this 20-second delay. Yeah. And while they're waiting for the delay, then, like, the captain and Billy also come in. And Karen manages to, like, con her way into this meeting room just in time to hear that the new journey time is three years to get home. And she just turns around and is like, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> just yeah. leaves. She ran away like she wouldn't tell anybody, but she's going to end up telling everybody. Oh, yeah. She tells yeah. everybody. Yeah. To me, it was a little off character. Like, I I feel like a Karen would stay in the room and be like, what do you mean three years? Like, she would have, like, confronted the situation immediately. But I she think maybe like, the shock of it was just too much in that moment for her. I guess. That she had to <laughs> run away from it. Yeah. We also find out that the moon is a jail now. Oh, yeah. In this universe. <laughs> and there's also a liquid glove, whatever that is. And that this may be the biggest disaster since Google folded. So, you know, the future's yeah. taking some interesting turns. But yeah, basically, Karen's going to run back. He's going to go back to the group that's, like, surrounding Matt at customer services. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going to break the news to everybody. <laughs> that, um, yeah, it's going to be three years. Yep. And weirdly, Matt just believes her immediately, even though she has, like, oh, yeah. no reason to know that. <laughs> Well, it was, it was great because right before she does this, like, everybody's still just, like, prodding at him. And he, like, just loses his shit a little bit and yells at them. And he's like, you know what? In five weeks, this journey's going to be over and I never see any of you again. So whatever. And then she says three years and he just, like, breaks in a different way. Yeah. Like, and just starts laughing and is like, I just gave this speech about how I never have to see you again. And now we're stuck together for three years. And he points at Karen. He's like, you're only here because your sister's toe was dumb or something or whatever caused <laughs> yeah. her to not. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, he starts pointing out that Karen, like Karen's not even supposed to be here. Like she used a non-transferable ticket and now she's screwed. <laughs> and yeah, he just keeps laughing and somebody like asks him what he's happy about. And he's like, I'm a nihilist. And she's like, no, you're not. And he's like, whatever. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's so good. Yeah, he just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> yep. And that'll continue to... <laughs> Produce the good, good, funny lines throughout this whole show because he's just given up. Everybody's freaking out, Sarah. Yeah. But we're going to go back to the dream team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is, of course, Judd, <laughs> Judd, Iris, Captain Ryan, and Billy in the <laughs> in the office room. I don't know what this room is. I think it's like a conference room. Conference room, yeah, yeah. But we quickly find out that everybody except for Billy is kind of dumb when it comes to space, physics, any kind of logical... Yeah. Not just everybody in this room. Everybody well, yeah, on the everybody ship. in the ship, yeah. <laughs> but like she's trying to explain like just basic concepts like how a teeny little bit off course makes everything terrible. Yeah. And like Judd's like, oh no, it's fine. We'll just mess with gravity again and throw everybody against the other wall and that'll fix everything. And she's just like, No, we missed the we need to slingshot around this planet. We missed it. Yeah, I feel like that actually wasn't the worst idea. I mean, but except it, for all the broken legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it has other terrible implications. But if, like, the goal is just, like, get back on track, I feel like there's a chance it would work. I don't know how you would control it. But the reason oh, that yeah. actually wouldn't work is because, like, 
I think Billy, right before the accident, she said like, oh, we're we're set to make the turn around Titan in like three minutes. Yeah. So they got knocked off course right before they were supposed to. Slingshot. Yeah, slingshot yeah, around, around Titan. So now like if they correct, if they even did correct the ship to turn back, it would it would still miss the turn. Mm-hmm. But if you were just like floating straight in space, you could theoretically do what Judd was saying. I feel yeah. like, yeah, it wasn't but the again, worst. It was probably one of his better ideas out of all his ideas. <laughs> it's true. So so Judd pushes hard on on Captain Ryan. He's like, "You're you're the hero from Avenue Three. Like, come on, you gotta get us out of this." And at this point, Captain Ryan basically breaks, and he's like in a British accent now, was talking about how the fire was put out by firefighters. He didn't do anything. He just stood there in a nice hat and comforted people. He is not equipped for this. And everybody's just like, what happened to your voice? What? what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this seemed to be like a meta joke about the the actor that plays House. Yeah, probably. Does he ever just go full British for the show, or does he... I think, um, I want to say he, he maintains... The facade. Does everybody the... ever figure out that he's not? <laughs> um, probably. Again, it's been a while since I watched the whole first season. What, what we're going to find out is that not only does he have a British accent or an English accent, he's also not a real captain. <laughs> yes, because this is basically a driverless ship. He's, he's just there to make people feel better that there's a captain hanging around. Yeah, he's basically just hired to make the passengers feel better to have a cool calm and collected captain on their video screens uses the american accent just because it reassures people better than the british accent for whatever reason and it turns out like joe was essentially the yep. closest thing to a real captain um so it's a bummer that he died yep, they're screwed <laughs> and then i think we find uh find out that billy is like next in command <laughs> she's like technically the captain now and she had no idea <laughs> i don't know it was like, was Billy in on the fact that she didn't know that Captain Ryan wasn't a real captain, right? You would think as an engineer, she would know, like, oh, there's no reason for anybody to be captaining the ship. But I don't yeah, know. I, I don't she's get that. more in the know than other people, but, like, she's still visibly upset at him, like, that he has been faking being a captain. Yeah. Like, I think she thought he knew more than he does. Yeah. It, it's a little weird. I don't understand why, how any of the engineers on the ship would think that the captain was doing anything? I don't know. They might think that he's not doing anything, like he's not necessary, but that he would still know something. So if something really went wrong, then he could actually be helpful. Yeah. My other question is like, so there was that whole bridge area Mm -hmm. where the captain was like, there's a whole bunch of people, like Star Trek people, like Mm -hmm. doing the controls and stuff. Is that all not real? Uh. We find out in a later episode that yeah, those are all actors, and he didn't okay. even know that they he didn't even know that they were actors. Oh, <laughs> like, really? He thought okay. they were I figured legit. I figured the whole situation was acting if he was not real, because <laughs> because he even says when he says to the girl like, "Oh, you can like clear the thrusters or whatever with and press the button," and then he's like, uh, "Don't worry, the button doesn't do anything. Like it actually doesn't do anything. He wasn't just like pretending." I think he thought that there was a button just for kids to push, you know, that doesn't do everything, but then everything else was Every real. button in there doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all fake. Okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. So, Captain Ryan is not going to be useful in this meeting anymore, so he just leaves and he's nope. like, I'm going to go reassure the passengers and the crew that we are okay. Yep. And he just goes and that's like, what he can lies do. to people, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, he just goes like straight back to the 
the bridge and just does his like acting <laughs> role again. Yeah, he's reassuring these <laughs> actors he doesn't know are actors. And he's like, yeah, it's going to be okay. If we pull together, we can do this. Yeah, and then they pull up the bridge screen in the conference room so they can watch. And Judd is like, man, he really knows what he's doing. <laughs> and then they're both like, what do you mean? He literally just told us he can't. He doesn't know what he's doing. And he's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't. I forgot. <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. <laughs> yes. And then um, he's about to go back to the atrium to address all the passengers and I guess tell them about the new trajectory, but um, he doesn't get to. The, the episode ends. It's kind of a weird point where it ends. Yeah, just, it was weird. Just ends. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so far, in on this show? Too british humor for you? How 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 do you feel after one episode? So, yeah, like I said, there was, there's so many jokes and funny moments in the show that it's hard to, like, talk about them all. Mm-hmm. I feel like this show was, like, funnier than maybe how we just talked about it. Mm-hmm. I think Josh Gad, aka Judd, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he's great in this role. Yeah, some stuff he's like too ridiculous, but this is like the right amount of ridiculous for the ridiculousness of this show. I feel yeah, like yeah. it's like the it's like a really good cast. There are so many like great comedy actors in this show. Yes, you know what, Sarah? I I feel like we don't even have to talk about episode two to be honest. Okay, yeah, because I am in. Wow, I. Honestly, didn't think that was going to be true. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. It is very, or like, it is a little like British style humor at times um, in a way that I think is, I do think is awkward. But for some reason, I guess maybe because I'm familiar with these actors or something, mm-hmm. it it's like funny enough. Like even yeah. like the bad jokes are funny enough, mm-hmm. are still entertaining. And then there are good, funny, like actual funny jokes as well. Yeah. Mixed in. Um, but it's it's basically like nonstop, just trying to make jokes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Because I was worried. I when I said that we should do this, I hadn't gotten to rewatch the the first couple episodes, which I usually try to do before I actually recommend it on the show. But um, so then when I watched it to take notes, I was like, oh no, maybe maybe this isn't. <laughs> maybe James is gonna hate this. Maybe it's too dry. Maybe it's too Britishy. But I'm glad it, it it worked for you anyway. It's almost like um, it's not dark humor, but it's like I mean, it's a little n- nobody macabre, nobody really nobody really gets a win on this show. Like everybody just kind of yeah. sucks mm-hmm. <laughs> to some degree, and the jokes are kind of about how everybody sucks. I would say Billy doesn't suck. Like she is competent, yeah. and knows what she's doing. But she's also not really the character making jokes ever. Yeah, yeah. So the jokes are kind of centered around, oh, this is funny because this person sucks, which I feel mm-hmm. like is kind of the staple of British humor. <laughs> like, um, yeah. It's not necessarily positive jokes. It's all like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, poking fun at people jokes. But yeah, I don't know. It works for me. I'm in. Nice. I did watch the second episode. I did not take as thorough notes for the second episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really feel like we need to talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. That's... um. If you're in on it on the first episode, then yeah, it did its job. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to talk about from the second episode? Um, I, I, okay. I'll, I'll talk about some dynamics that I thought were weird. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Come up. Um, somehow, at some point, like, Mia starts... Oh, oh, there's a scene with, like, Rav at Mission Control, mm-hmm. and her, like, phone is ringing, and she looks down, and it's a call from Mia. Yes. And it's, like, actually Mia from the ship, uh, Avenue 5. 
Correct. But Rav is just, like, not answering the call. Yeah. Because, like, she doesn't want to talk to her. And then at some point, she, like, uses somebody else's phone to call her, and she does answer. But once she figures out it's Mia, she, like, hangs up. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a dynamic where, like, Rav got Mia and Doug the tickets for the ship. Yeah, I think she's, like, a friend and was, like... A, I, I have so many tickets I could give away or whatever. And maybe if you guys go on a cruise, you can fix your broken ass relationship or something. Okay, um, that's all it was. But they're not like good enough friends that she's willing to answer, like talk to her on the phone. <laughs> I think right now she's very busy and doesn't want to get yelled at by her friend who she knows is going to yell at her. Oh, you think that's all it is? Oh, okay. I, th- I think that might be it. I thought there might be some more complicated dynamics going on here, but... um. Yeah. There might be. I don't remember. I'll have to rewatch this. <laughs> uh, but would there be a twenty second second delay on a phone call? Like they're calling it her. Doesn't with like seem like there is though, cell phone. right? Yeah, they're using cell phones. Like it doesn't so make any away. sense. Yeah, it didn't seem like there was a delay on cell phone. <laughs> but if Judd had been using a cell phone, then there definitely would be a delay just so they could come back to him being <laughs> yeah. angry about yeah. the delay. If they just didn't do video calls, there wouldn't be a delay. <laughs> That's so that's so easy to solve. <laughs> Technology in the show makes no sense, but I guess that adds to the ridiculous of it. Ridiculousness of it. Um, what else do I have? Basically, the dynamic in the second episode is that some random ass engineer, I guess, that we didn't meet in the first episode, is just gonna like go to the captain and be like, "Oh, I I recalculated my trajectories, and it's only gonna take six months." And then they just yeah. go around telling everybody, like, hey, I'm hearing it's only six months now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Even though Billy's it's really like, weird. that guy, you can't trust, like, he always over-exaggerates, like, we need to double, ch- like, his math doesn't make sense, we should figure this out before we tell anybody. But just like, no, we should tell everybody immediately. Yeah. Even the captain just, like, tells Karen again, even though she's oh, yeah. clearly going to blab to everybody. <laughs> he tells Karen before so he tells weird. Judd. Like, he's just like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? Six yeah. months, calm down. Oh, and then, like you said, we're going to find out they, they launched Joe in, like, <laughs> Judd's, I guess, like, super, like, golden coffin that he has with him all yeah. the time. And they shoot him into space, but the coffin is so heavy that it doesn't go very far. <laughs> With whatever like air pressure was was yeah. like put on it, and then which I'm not sure if that science makes sense, and then no, so it, it just like slowly rolls out of the thing, and then because the ship is so big, <laughs> it starts it, orbiting. It starts the ship. orbiting. So there's just a dead guy in a coffin orbiting the giant penis ship now. Yep. And then like three more people that died in the accident. <laughs> They put them in like lighter coffins, but then there's but like, like shenanigans. <laughs> they're clear boxes, yeah, and they're not very secure. And they through whatever shenanigans that happen, <laughs> like they go to launch them into space, but like the power shuts down right as the door opens, so they don't get like pushed out. I don't know why that makes sense, but and basically yeah, they don't it, get pushed far enough, and then there's like three more dead bodies that are now circling. Yeah, the so ship. it's just like every hour if you're looking out this one window you're gonna see four coffins go by and <laughs> yeah. it's just and the coffins Oof. with the 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 cheaper coffins the clear coffins like i'm pretty sure like the bodies are like half hanging out of the, yeah the because like they, they bumped like... around when they were yeah. yeah it's like somebody even yells like zombies when they first see them like it's a whole it's yeah. it's not great <laughs> uh we find out that nasa still exists oh yeah world, and they're yeah. gonna try to work with nasa to help avenue five but it's like gonna cost judge's company so much money that 
he really doesn't want to. And then when he hears mm-hmm. that it's six months, he just like <laughs> he just like <laughs> like says like we don't need you NASA, you bunch of assholes or something. <laughs> Yep. on the video call. Yeah, I love it. He, I think that's when he's just like, okay, I'm just going to talk, you know, because of the delay or whatever. Delay, and he's yeah. like, yeah, so we got new numbers. It's six months. NASA, you can suck it. I'm going to eat this protein ball while I wait for the delay. Whatever. <laughs> and he, just we, he says, we solved it ourselves. It's six months now. He has no <laughs> idea, like, why it's six months or what the science is behind yep. it. It's just somebody said that it could only be six months. It's so stupid. Yeah, he does say in this episode, like, this is how you get stuff done. You find somebody that will say that it can be done, and then you make them say that it will be done. It's like, okay, sure, Chad. This actually gave me, like, um, what's the movie What's the movie about, like, the asteroid that's going to hit the planet? It's on Netflix, but it's, like, um, they convince people that... Oh, the one Jennifer that's Lawrence too and, real, um, yes. <laughs> don't Look Up. Don't, don't Look, look up. up. That's that's, what it it reminded yeah. me of Don't Look Up, which is, like, actually, like, a very depressing like dark comedy yes. movie ba- like based on the current state of politics in, mm-hmm. in, in the in america where like if somebody just like says something it be like people just believe it basically it, unless it's you know the science that needs people to pay attention to it then they just don't yeah yeah that movie basically like there's these scientists who are saying like hey we found a comet that's on collision course to earth and earth is going to get destroyed unless we do something and then they go to like the president of the united states the president of the united states is, like nope that's not good for my poll numbers we're just gonna like <laughs> yep, we're just gonna, just gonna ignore people, that yeah and then they try to like leak the story and then they make them look like they're crazy scientists and they're like mm-hmm. they convince people like hey don't even look in the sky it's not even real <laughs> like even when the meteor is like coming and you can see yeah. it it's closer to see they like they like like yeah just don't look up it's not a real asteroid <laughs> And people just believe it. That's what this reminded me of. It's just yeah, like yeah, definitely. somebody told them it's six months and we're going to be okay. And they were just like, yep, that's, we're, <laughs> we don't need any help now. We figured it out. Uh, so ridiculous. That's basically it. Episode two. Yeah. And the, it ends with like Karen, like you kind of set up as like, she's going to like get fed up and eventually like, she's going to try to like rally the people to fight back. But like, what the oh hell yeah, there's a lot back of against? chanting at the episode. <laughs> Also very ridiculous. <laughs> yes. She does say something like, we will no longer be treated like cattle, if anyone remembers what that is. Yeah. Exactly. apparently does not exist in the future. Is she old enough to remember what that is? I don't know. I or don't think did, so. Is it in history books? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah. Still in after episode two. Nice. Cool. Anything else? No, I'm curious about um what you're picking for next time. Oh, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. We done? Are we done with the... Yeah, I We're think done? it's great. Five? Two I thumbs up. Two thumbs up. We should really have a thumbs up system on this podcast. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, I guess we always assume at least one thumb up, right? Whoever was recommending. I would hope. You said you might not do that. I. Uh... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I might pull shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah, this is a one thumbs up or two thumbs up podcast. Two thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to like it, I think. <laughs> uh, okay. I guess we're done with Avenue 5. You ready for next time? I am. Well, I mean, that depends on what you say we're going to listen and watch next time. Oh, I think <laughs> I'm ready like to this. hear, though. Why not? Okay. We're talking TVY7 content here. Uh huh. Also on Netflix. Uh huh. You're going to watch Carmen San Diego. Ooh, okay. But n- not to be confused with 
where on earth is Carmen Sandiego from the 90s? So no barbershop quartet sweet intro. Okay. I'll take the word for it. I think I watched <laughs> the 90s show. Like I, I, I was looking at pictures of it earlier and I, it looked familiar, but I could not tell you like any of the dynamics of that show or what. I mean, it was just, um, it was, it was a children's game show where they went on and like asked them questions about geography and shit. Oh, there was? Okay. Yeah. That's not even this. This is like an animated series. I thought, unless there's like animated scenes in the game show. Oh, solid maybe. So here's the thing: like it was originally like a game that I played the crap out. I of played, I played some Carmen Sandiego, yeah, computer games, yeah, CD, CD ROMs. Oh yeah, back in the day. Yeah, I remember the game show. I don't know if I remember an animated show. Well, regardless, there's an animated show now, and that's what we're gonna watch. Yes, uh, Carmen Sandiego. We're watching the 2019 to 2021 Carmen Sandiego All on right. Netflix. Okay, sounds good. I'm not going to tell you anything about it other than it's rated TVY7. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I feel like it might... I, I, I really don't know the history of Carmen Sandiego in terms of how it she is represented on the shows <laughs> that she's in. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, she's she's a villain, right? Like, isn't she? Like, she's stealing stuff or I something? I think so, yeah. Because I think that's what the game was. Like, you had to, like, solve geography problems to figure out where she was to catch her. Before she stole something. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. May or may not be a different dynamic. Okay. In the the new Carmen Sanchego. Interesting. She's turned over a new leaf, maybe? She's no longer a villain? Uh, oof. I think oof. it's just brand new, brand okay. new timeline. Brand new timeline <laughs> on Carmen Sanchego. Okay, okay. No dark, <laughs> mysterious past. All right. It's the TV, TVY7 universe. Carmen San Diego. I've gone too dark already. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, sounds like a good time. I do have that song stuck in my head now, though. I don't even know what it is. That's how little I know. <laughs> uh, okay, nice. We're done. Cool. Where can people contact us, Sarah? People can email us at keepwatchingpod at gmail.com. They can tweet at us, at least for now, at keepwatchingpod. Uh, Instagram at Keep Watching Pod, or leave a comment on YouTube at Keep Watching Pod. And if anybody's feeling spicy, I guess they could leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yep, yep. There we go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.